Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Guys, we are back in the building, rocking and rolling, episode 168. And listen, we're going to get into this conversation because I was wondering if anyone else has ever heard people talk about this. And then the thoughts that I had on it, I just wanted to share because I think truthfully it could be a little freeing for someone. Have you ever had that person in your life that's just super duper positive, so many positive things to say, such an optimistic outlook, luck, go happy-go-lucky person, and you're just like, not today. I want to say that that's okay. We're talking a little bit about toxic positivity and the role that that plays in our healing journey. There are some people that no matter what, you can tell them that the world was literally crumbling on your head and they are going to find something positive to say. I'm going to be honest. I've, I've found myself in that seat before. I found myself being the person that's always trying to be optimistic to tell someone about this light. And what I've realized is that, sure, it's great to be that person. You don't want to be a pessimistic person or negative or encourage people to hang their heads or stay low. But I think it's important to find that balance. And I think if we can feel okay and give ourselves permission to realize that on this journey of overcoming, overcoming the crisis stage, I'm just going to say that because I don't believe that we necessarily can overcome grief and to get over it or escape it. But I think we can move past and navigate through the crisis phase of it. But in that process, it's important to give yourself permission to be where you are and to feel okay with that. If you feel negative, if you feel down, like you don't have to always be open to someone's pick me up. Now, if you solicited to pick me up, that's different. So if you call someone and you're like, hey, I'm just down and out. I'm not feeling myself today. I'm going through this. I'm going through that. Do you have some words of encouragement for me? And then they start coming at you with all the positivity and you're resistant. That's different. But that person that's just unsolicited, just coming with all these things and reminding you what to be grateful for and yada, yada, yada. I don't always think that the fact that we sit in our sorrow takes away from our gratitude. I don't always think that because we sit in our sorrow and give ourselves that time out that that negates our gratitude. Sometimes people can make you feel that way. And like I said, I'm truly guilty of trying to do that. And I think it's important to just give people that permission, give people the wherewithal to say, hey, listen, it's okay to not be okay. It is okay to not feel well. I never want that to be confusing that because I'm encouraging you and and rallying behind you and cheering you on on this journey that I think it is important to always have that positive outlook and have that head up high. Do I want to see people sit in it forever? No. Do I want myself to sit in it forever? No. But sometimes I think in that, we can learn. One of my best friends reached out today and was asking us, do we have planners? Do we journal? Do we do these things? And I said, you know, I'm an advocate of journaling. I have a guided grief journal that I created for for grief and loss. Myself, personally, I haven't 
journaled recently. I have done it. I'm more of a verbal communicator. So speaking in my car to myself, no shade. I'm well, I was going to say I'm not answering myself, but for the majority of the time I actually am. But to realize that these are the things that you do to express and to open up to do those things that journaling is so important. Communicating is so important. So sometimes if we are in that and we're sitting in that sorrow, we can jot it down or we can speak it out loud. But what the conversation that we had was about the importance of journaling, one aspect of it in which I think can go hand in hand with sitting in your sorrow is that eventually you can look back when you're writing and you're seeking, you can say, Hey, I used to feel this way and now I'm here. You can actually see the evolution. My friend talked about how she can look back at what, cause she likes to write her prayers and see what she used to pray for and actually see now in life, the prayers that were answered. A lot of times if we don't actually see this, we cannot realize and remember what we were able to get through. So what I'm saying is that sometimes if we push pause, and if we sit right there in this sorrow, right in our deep, dark place, we can start to feel around to find our way out. Woo, that was a gem. And I, I didn't even know that we were going there. If you sit still in the dark. And in order to find your way out, you have to feel around looking for the light switch, looking for the light to get yourself out of this dark room. You will perhaps find answers to help get you out of this place. So when you're searching and you're seeking and that curiosity can carry you, why do I feel so devastated? Why am I so broken? What patterns do I see? What am I becoming aware of? What wool has been moved from behind my eyes about myself and where I'm at in this season of my life? And then and then we're tasked. And challenged with, okay, now what? Now, how do I move forward from this space now that I have this knowledge and I have this awareness of where things actually are in my life and in my heartbreak and in my pain? So if people are being super duper positive and you're not there, that's okay. It's truly okay. And this is the thing. It doesn't have to be every single day. Finding that balance and what works for you, it's a good thing. But I was like, you know what? I feel like a lot of times I'm being trying to be super positive, but just being able to sit in it one weekend, I would say maybe three weeks ago now, I was riddled. When I'm saying riddled, riddled with anxiety, it was terrible. I was having a hard time sleeping. I was feeling like really shaky. Just my stomach wasn't feeling great. Just every day that that entire weekend, I was not feeling well. And I, I would just like lay down and just kind of let myself be in it. Then I would just talk it out and figure out where I'm at, what's maybe triggering it, what's happening versus trying to just be like, no, I'm good. Life's great. I have no reason to be anxious. Like everything's well. It's like, no, there's a lot going on. There's things going on with my family. There's things going on with my friends. There's just things going on professionally. Personally, there's always something. So if we can take that pause, we can get curious and then we can find what's the next move. And by Monday, I was feeling better. I was feeling better and a lot of it stemmed from absence of information and that's a whole nother conversation, but absence of information can definitely cause anxiety, can cause fear, and it can cause those kinds of things to happen. But if I didn't let myself sit still and be curious and ask the questions and find out because it was abnormal for me. I've had some anxiety here and there for sure. I'm I'm human. But to really be down for like a weekend, just based on it, I was supposed to hang out with my nephew. I couldn't do that. I just I, it just wasn't I just wasn't in a good mind space, but I was able to get through it. But I think if I would have just tried to positively push through it 
it would end up being more detrimental to me because other things would have came in my path and caused me problems and it would have been just like a bomb exploding. That's really how I feel. I feel like it would have been like a big explosion at some point. So prevent yourself from the blow up by taking the time to slow up. Oh, bars. I know that was corny, but it's true. Give yourself that time. Don't make it like you have to be super positive and optimistic. If you feel down, be down. But just don't stay there. That's really important to do that and give yourself permission and don't feel like that's a bad thing if you were to do that, if you were to sit there and to be curious about it is super important. And we're continuing a conversation about the holiday season and we talked on our episodes a couple weeks ago about the boundaries and the saying no and to making sure that we're prioritizing ourselves as we move through this time. It could just really tend to be a pretty difficult time for a lot of people. And I want to continue to encourage you to keep pushing through to keep yourself first and to honor where you are. Don't force yourself. That's kind of like the PS really, I guess, overall to today's episode is not to force yourself too soon past where you are. Honor where you are. Be where you are. In that darkness, you can find the light, but we have to sit there sometimes and figure it out. And it can be uncomfortable. Maybe you need to pull somebody else in with you, but at the same time, don't try to move too fast. Don't let anyone or anything else around make it feel like you should be further along because you're right where you are. And and as long as you keep swimming, you 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 won't drown. You won't sink. So keep treading that water. Keep pushing. I wanted to just give you a short little sweet gem right there to put in your life, in your soul, in your spirit to apply that. And I hope that at somewhere along the rest of your day that this can help you. And if it's not only beneficial to yourself, but if you could share it with someone else in your life, I would truly appreciate that. Hey, shout out to the 17 countries. I got the Spotify wrapped and I saw that the show has actually reached 17 countries. That makes me so excited to know that there are people around the world literally that are being blessed by the show that are tuning in, that are building. So let's keep doing that. Keep pushing the message. Keep letting people be reminded that they're not alone on this journey. Guys, always feel free to reach out to me. Hit me up. If you're listening, please leave a review. I would love to hear your feedback on the show. If you want to connect with me directly, always feel comfortable to reach out to me on Instagram. But you got to be following me there to do so at I underscore AM underscore Jane Nicole. Guys, so next time you already know, love and light. Peace.